Hi, I'm Jago Wynn, and welcome to the HDC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the daily Bible thought, and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's Joe Watling. Good morning, everyone. Lovely to see you all. Um, I'd like to start by reading the two verses that I'm putting up on the screen right now. The first one is from 1 Samuel 10, verse 23 to 24. They ran and brought him out. And as he stood among the people, he was a head taller than any of the others. Samuel said to all the people, do you see the man the Lord has chosen? There is no one like him among all the people. And the second passage is from 1 Chronicles 10, verse 13 to 14. Saul died because he was unfaithful to the Lord. He did not keep the word of the Lord and even consulted a medium for guidance. He did not inquire of the Lord. So the Lord put him to death and turned the kingdom over to David, son of Jesse. So both of those passages are referring to Saul, just in case he didn't pick that off. I didn't have a lot of time to prepare for the Bible talk today because I had to swap with someone at the last minute. So I did what I usually do when I'm a bit stuck. I called my dad. My dad has given many sermons over the years and he knows the Bible inside out. So I read him the two passages above on the screen and I asked him what he thought they meant. And without hesitation, he told me to look at another scripture. 1 Samuel 16 verse 7 coming up on the screen. But the Lord said to Samuel, do not consider his appearance or his height, for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. As I read that verse, it helped me to understand the story of Saul a lot better. He was indeed a great man. He must have had great potential to be anointed the king of Israel in the first place. But in 1 Samuel 15, we learn that Saul did not obey God. He chose instead to listen to the people and follow their wisdom rather than following God's instruction. And as a result of Saul's disobedience, God told Samuel to anoint someone else to be the king of Israel. And he led him to the family of Jesse. Now, I'm not sure how many sons Jesse had. He had a few. But as he paraded his eldest son, Eliab, in front of Samuel... Samuel saw this tall, handsome man, a bit like Saul maybe, and he said, surely here before the Lord is his anointed. But God said the words from 1 Samuel 16, verse 7. I'm going to read them again. The Lord said to Samuel, do not consider his appearance or his height, for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. This story is so encouraging and this verse is very familiar to us, I think. The words are countercultural both back then and now in the 21st century. Great kings were meant to be warriors, commanding, charismatic, great orators. And yet God chooses as his next king, the youngest son of Jesse, who had spent much of his life tending sheep and being on his own. He was the least in his household probably disregarded and ignored by his family a lot of the time, left to get on with a rather lowly job. 
but God saw in David something different. He saw faith, he saw boldness. He saw someone all alone and scared, turning to him for help, often very practical help. As we see further down in 1 Samuel 16, verse 37, David says this, the Lord who rescued me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear will rescue me from the hand of this Philistine. David knew where to turn when he was in trouble. David's family may have not noticed young David or paid him much attention, but God saw him. He took notice. He rescued him and he exalted him to a great position of power in his kingdom. I find this so encouraging. God just wants our hearts. He wants us to inquire of him, to ask him questions, to understand his word, to hear his voice. He wants us to obey him, to walk with him in all that we do. He doesn't need us to rely on our own strength. He says that when we are weak, he is strong. When we come across lions and bears in our lives, he can rescue us. Nicky Gumbel recently said, and Jago quoted him a couple of weeks ago, that when he looked back on his life, he realised that God had used his weaknesses and his failures so much more than any apparent successes that he'd had. When I look at the world around me today, I increasingly feel alone. My values are increasingly different from friends and family members, from social commentators, from the media. I'm aware that much of what I believe in is ridiculed and mocked in ways that it wasn't when I was much younger. It feels like the world is moving further and further away from God, and it can feel really disconcerting and isolating at times. We don't always have the answers. We don't always feel bold enough to mention the name of Jesus or to share his gospel. So what do we do when we feel like this? Do we turn from God's word and follow the wisdom of the people like Saul did? Do we twist his gospel or try and make it more palatable? I think the truth is for me that, yeah, I do do that sometimes. I don't want to be the one to make a stand and be ridiculed. I don't like being mocked. I want to fit in, I want to be liked, I want to be well thought of. But deep down, like the rest of you on this call, I know that this gospel is true. It's life-giving, it's full of love for all human beings. I know that it sets people free. I know that it gives them life and I know that it gives them life in all of its fullness. I know that with all my heart and it's why I'm a Christian and it's why I'm here with, this morning with all of you. So, as you know, I'm no great theologian, <laughs> but I'm sure, and I'm sure that there are way more theological themes and lessons to be drawn from these passages. But I just want to summarise um, and then pray into the three that really jumped out at me last night as I prepared this talk. God wants us to give him our hearts, to love him, to put him first, to give him everything that we have. God wants us to learn from him, to inquire of him, to read his word, to go to him for answers, to go to him for help. And God wants us to obey him, to follow him, to trust him and to go where he leads us. Just as we finish, I want to read out some very powerful words of encouragement as you go into your weekends from the book of Chronicles. 2 Chronicles seven fourteen. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves 
and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and I will heal their land. Amen. Thank you for listening to HTC Daily.